Hey, good morning, Haynes Creek. <laughs> Amen. First, I want to thank the Lord for giving me this opportunity, and I want to thank, thank my pastor, Travis, amen, for giving me the opportunity to speak at my church. My church, amen. amen. Glory to God. I'm going to go to the book of Acts where we are already at. Well, Travis been had us. I'm going to go there, and um, we're going to come from We're going to be in six, chapter 6, verse 8 through 15 today. And I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. But I would like to bring us up to par from where Travis left off at. We know Luke is the physician, the lovely physician who is the writer of Acts. Luke goes on to say from chapter 4, we saw Peter and John, who was uneducated and untrained, Men spoke with boldness. That's one of my favorite scriptures that I would use even before I go up to speak in any place. I would ask God to give me that boldness. But that particular scripture stood out more to me in chapter 4. So moving along with chapter 5, it goes on to say, we see that Ananias and Sapphira held back their possessions from the church and lied to the Holy Spirit. So now we're in chapter 6. It's chapter 6. It starts off with apostles, with the apostles saying there's no reason that we should leave the word of God. So they um, selected seven men to wait on tables. Today we're going to be dealing more with, um, we're going to be dealing with Stephen's a lot. Stephen's is a, a very, very um, strong man of God. I know some of you probably have read this of Stephen's, but Stephen's is really, really extraordinary man um, for us as Christians. Uh, he's one that is a good model that um, we're going to see. And I'm going to read a little bit. I'm going to read Acts 6, 8 through 15. That'll be our text for today. Remember, I'm coming from the New King James Version. And it reads, And Stephen's full of faith and power did great wonders and signs among the people. Then there arose some from what is called the synagogue of the freedmen, Cyrenians, Alexandrians, and those from Sicilia. I always get that confused, that word. And Asia, disputing with Stephen's, and they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. Then they secretly induced men to say, we have heard this speak, we have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. And they stirred up the people, the elders and the strives, and they came upon him, seized him, and brought him to the council. They also set up false witnesses who said, this man does not cease to speak blasphemous words against this holy place and the law, for we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs which Moses delivered to us. And all who sat in the council, looking steadfastly at him, saw his face as of an angel. A little bit of history about Stephen, who Stephen's are. Stephen's was one of the seven chosen of this, of, to assist the apostles in the administrative affairs of the early Jerusalem church. His name and activities strongly suggest that he was not a Jew of the Stercris 
Palestinian tradition, but a Hellenist. That is, he was one of, the, one of those who accepted at least some Greek customs among the seven. He seemed to be noted for his outstanding character. He was full of the, full of the, the spirit, faith, wisdom, and power. His career was brief, but illustrious. He was an angelic countenance. What? He was a forceful, apolog forceful apologist and a worker of miracles. God's approval of Stephen's work was evident by the angelic countenance given to him. Nevertheless, nevertheless, the Jew, the Jews led by a young radical named Saul, later we know became Paul, rejected his message, rejected his message, message and martyred him. Stephen's is mentioned. Only in Acts 6, 8, Acts 11, 19, and Acts 20, 22. Mortal. I would like to just expound on the, um, the word mortal. One who's chosen to die rather than re renounce religious principles. One who makes great sacrifice to advance a belief cause of principles. One who endures great suffering. Stephen's name means victory crown. Amen. We see in verse one, verse um, eight, and Stephen's full of faith, power, did great wonders and signs among the people. I would say in verse, um, that particular verse, could you imagine Stephen's, um, we, I look back and think myself how Stephen's, uh, when I seen Stephen's, I could see him myself, I could picture him uh, doing wonders and miracles. Jesus said the same that the works that I do, you would do the same works or greater works. Amen. So I'm moving along here. I got my notes a little mixed up, but we'll get there. <laughs> Just bear with me. We, we, we will get, get there. Four. Okay. Yeah, that particular verse. And there arose some what is called the synagogue of the freedmen, Serranians, Alexanders, and those from, I keep forgetting that word, Cecilia and Asia, disputing with Stephen, and they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. Because of Stephen's godly character, he was able, he was able powerfully and courageously to preach the Hellenist Jews from the synagogue of the freedmen. The freedmen were dis descendants of Jewish slaves captured by um, Pompey in 63 BC and taken from Rome. They were later expelled from Rome. Some went to Jerusalem and formed a synagogue there. Scholars are divided over how many synagogues are represented in uh, six, uh, chapter six, verse nine, but probably there were two the freedmen, Serranians, and Alexandrians of one of the hand, and men from Sicilia, 
I keep saying that word, and in Asia of the, on the other. There are three things that stand out in this whole text for me that I really would like to um, bring to the light with us this morning at Haines Creek. Faith, trust, and humility. I can see that what Stephen's um, represented, which represented the church, us. I want to um, talk to you this morning about faith. There's a natural faith and there's a spiritual faith. Natural faith gives me the reason to know and be comfortable with me putting my Bible on this podium without a doubt, knowing that it's going to be on this podium. With you sitting in that chair, going to that door, knowing that it's going to open or at least fall off the hinges, it's natural faith. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so now natural faith is carnal things, things that we see, tangible things that we could touch, that we could handle. So it don't take much for natural faith. That's the thing about our God, this Jesus that we serve. He would take his super and put on our natural and makes it supernatural. Amen. So without faith, it's impossible to please God. What he does, so now if I go into spiritual faith, spiritual faith is a totally different thing. I want to use a quote that um, Dr. King quoted and also from Charles Spurgeon. Dr. King said, faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. Now we want to deal with spiritual faith. Even when you don't see the whole staircase, you're taking a step. Charles Spurgeon goes on to say, my faith rests not in what I am or shall be or feel or know, but in what Christ is and what he has done and in what he, has now, he is now doing for me. I like the way they put that. Spiritual faith is the great chapter that we use in the Bible, Hebrew 11. Hebrew 11 talks about faith. It starts off and says, now faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, and by it the elders obtain a good testimony that the world were framed by the word of God. So with these two faith that we're dealing with here, Stephen was some kind of man that represented us, the church, showing us. Now, we're talking about the early church. They setting the church up, getting the church ready to where we can follow. So therefore, we can set our church up according to the way they set their church up in that time. Trust. In order for him to have that faith to have trust, you got to have faith first to believe. It makes sense to you. You got to have that faith in something to trust. I had to have faith in just stand with natural faith to trust that they're going to hold my book. Robert, to sit in that chair to know that he's going to be able to sit in that chair is going to hold him up. But this spiritual faith, as Dr. King said, I'm taking a step. Even on the first stair, even though I don't see the whole staircase, it's kind of difficult for some of us at times 
when we face different situations in our lives, uh, bills, uh, um, the regular, normal, everyday thing in our life. Even when we go to the doctor and he tells us some type of illness that we're, then came upon us that we're dealing with. So it takes some faith to trust God. Stevens trusted the Lord. Stephen trusted God even though he was about to be mortared. Stephen was about to be killed just for speaking the truth. I want to say to the church today, to us, are we dying today for Christ? Are we dying to today for Christ? Paul said we die daily. So are we dying for Christ to today, to ourselves, that we can live in Christ? This humility that I see in Stevens, Stevens was so humble. He was a real humble man. Stevens is a good example of the church of what we should be looking like today um, as uh, Christians. He's a good example of a Christian. I like the power that he demonstrated and how God used Stevens, even though it was unto his death. And sometimes situations that we're going to come upon, it's going to be, it, it could be like that with us, but I think more to us today is just dying spiritually to self, that we can live in Christ. If we could start dying, and we do, once we receive Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, we immediately start dying. And the more we study to show ourselves to approve, we start um, dying more. And the more we read, seek God's face, we start dying. But as Stephen's put on display, this faith that Stephen's presented, and you can go through uh, Hebrew 11 and look at the great faith chapter of how God used a lot of those um, men and women of God, mostly men, Abraham, who set out to go and did not know where he was going, but trusted God because God said to go. That was some kind of faith. This faith that Stevens demonstrates is some kind of faith. I want to uh, expound a little bit on that mortal. There was a... Um, Mortal was one, I think one defi definition was to, um, um, I got it here. I'm sorry, just bear with me. And he was dying. Oh, here it is. Um, yeah, I read that. Um, one who makes great sacrifices to advance a belief, cause, cause or principle. One who endures great suffering. And one who makes great one. I'm sorry, one who chose, chosen to die rather than renounce religious principles. That's powerful. Knowing you're going to die, standing in the synagogue, speaking God's word, well, not in the synagogue, but wherever he were, out in the streets. And I believe this was some time between when Stephen's um, 
when they told him to wait on the tables. It had to be some time between them um, before they come to get him to wait on the tables like they was doing. But Stephen's also showed in Galatians 5, um, 22 and 23, the fruits of the Spirit. He was showing that um, he demonstrated the fruits of the Spirit as of um, love, peace, joy, patience. Stephen's is what the church should look like today. Yep. This man does not cease to speak blasphemous words against the holy place, against this holy place of the law. For we heard him say that the Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs, customs which, Mo, which Moses delivered to us. And all who sat in the council, looking steadfastly at him, saw his face as the face of an angel. I'd like to read uh, seven. Chapter 7, verse 54 through 60. Um, I hope I haven't got ahead of myself. Amen. Um, yeah, 49 through 60. Here we go. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart. This is Acts 7, 54 through 60. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart, and they gnashed at him with their teeth. But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, Look. I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears, and ran at him with one accord. And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. And they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God, saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he kneeled down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them with this sin. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Stephen is a perfect picture of what a Christian should look like today. He was shown a type of him which was to come which was Jesus, which had already came and died, but he was showing a type of him, which we should be doing today, showing a type of Jesus Christ. We should look more and, do, and be more like Stephen's as a church. And I think we are, not to say that we, we isn't, but I think we're doing a great job. All we can do is practice, practice this um, walk in Christ like we're doing here at Haines Creek, um, seeking God, preaching the gospel, 
and telling everyone that God sent us to about Jesus. With Stephen's being a demonstration of Christ, I could see some of the sufferings the same as Christ suffered. He said the same thing that I'm, that I'm going to experience, you're also going to experience the same thing. Amen. I want to leave you with, I told you, I don't stay long, Pastor. You'll probably take it the rest of the way. I don't take, don't take me long, but um, there was a good text, but um, there's a lot more in this text that could have been brought out, but um, I feel like I brought you the main points today, faith, trust, and humility. Um, I want to leave you with if you don't know Christ as your Savior, you can receive him today as your Savior. I'm going to pray a prayer, and if you just repeat after me in your seat, if you don't know him, and um, you can receive him as your Savior today. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, come in Jesus' name. Lord, I ask in Jesus' name that if there's one who doesn't know you today, I pray that he would confess his sins before you and ask that you be his savior and forgive you and forgive him for all his sins that Lord I ask that you would um, save him in Jesus name Lord thank you amen well